Right now on Tech Radio, it's Toy Show Time. Hi, I'm Artemis. I am a computer-generated AI voice, and you're listening to Tech Radio. Every week online and on air with RT Radio, we bring you the very latest in tech. This week, our show in association with Fit.ie, a fast track into information technology apprenticeship program, which we'll tell you more about a little bit later. For now, you're welcome to episode 997, where we are about to delve into the wonderful world of tech toys for Christmas, covering everything from the best new computers to the loudest Bluetooth speakers and everything in between. Let's do it. This is Tech Radio with Dusty Rhodes and Niall Kitson. Joining me as always is not our editor-in-chief, but our elf-in-chief this week, Niall Kitson. Oh, ho! <laughs> and an extra ho on the end of that. Just, to, uh, <laughs> just for the heck of it. So listen, uh, it. Christmas is coming. We had the toy show last week with uh, uh, Paddy Keelty, of course, all right? So now this is time to get into some real toys, all right? Um, um, we're just going to be chatting today. We've kind of come up with, you've got five categories I've got five categories. We're going to talk about things that either we've had and that we liked and would recommend or stuff that we would like to have. And we have various categories for each of us. So I suppose without further ado, because we have so much to squeeze in, do you want to go first? I'll go first because the first thing I want to talk about has two parts to it. The first thing I recommend you give somebody for Christmas is a VPN service. To which you're going to go, ooh, ooh, I like, okay, continue. Um, So I had a look at three that are out there. And of course, a VPN service, virtual private network, very good for hiding your identity online, for, you know, making sure that people with spyware and malware, et cetera, et cetera, don't get a chance to look at you. Also, ads don't track you everywhere. Uh, But most importantly, nobody gets to see what country you're in, which gives you access to an awful lot of streaming services that you wouldn't normally have had. So there's three that I want to mention. And to be honest, they're roughly much of a muchness between between them. So there's NordVPN, Surfshark and Proton. There's loads more, but I'm just going to mention those three. Um, NordVPN, uh, their package starts at about €80 for the year. Surfshark, €53 for the year and Proton in the middle at 60 Now, these are all special offers. So, you know, when I say starting, you know, you get like 24 months or 12 months at this price and then it goes up. But I'm mentioning those because it feeds directly into some services that I'm going to talk about that you actually can't get in Ireland at the moment, but are available in other territories. And not all of them are, are geo-blocked away from us, but a lot of them are. So I'll, I'll start w- with one that we actually can get in Ireland, uh, and that's Shudder. It's uh, all horror films all the time. Uh, no algorithms, human curated. So the idea is that you're not going to be fed stuff based on your viewer history, because God knows there's an awful lot of rubbish out there in horror that you really don't want to be exposed to again. So straight away. Shudder cannot go wrong for the the horror fan in your life. So that's one we'll park straight away. Another one, I might have mentioned this in the past. I might not. Uh, Crunchyroll. If you know somebody that is into anime and manga, which is to say, if you know any teenagers, um, they would probably adore this particular service. However, not available in Ireland at the moment. But if you're able to 
perhaps mask that VPN your way around it. Yeah. yeah. Recommend it. Um, it'll keep the young person in your life pretty, pretty amused, pretty happy for a while. Go on. The next one I want to talk about is the Criterion Collection. Um, Criterion being this huge catalogue of um, art house films uh, for a meagre hundred dollars per year. Uh, if one were in the US or Canada, uh, you get access to the entire collection. Um, it is an absolutely wonderful service. Uh, it's a shame we can't get it over here, or maybe you can. Anyway, uh, another one that you definitely haven't heard of is Broadway HD. All Broadway shows, all the time. All Broadway, all the time. If Hamilton is your jam and everything like it, this is the service for you. And if you've got $130 uh, in your back pocket or somebody mm -hmm. you love those uh, and is looking for suggestions, well, this is this is something for you. And lastly, uh, a competitor for Shudder, uh, Screenbox. Um, super cheap, $27.00. Now, I can't vouch for the quality of the catalogue here. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of muck and rubbish up there. But hey, you know, we're used to Netflix as well. <laughs> so there you go. Let's, uh, let's not go too crazy. So there you go. Some streaming services you've heard of, some you definitely haven't. And a VPN just because. Because that's how you need to be able to watch them. And also, if you're looking at a VPN, uh, check out one that you can set up on your router. Or to have, because the way I have it is I've got two routers in the house. One is my regular, regular, regular. Uh, and then I've got another VPN router, uh, which makes it look like I'm uh, in the UK. So I'm able to access various streaming services from there and whatever happens to be. So little tip on that. Uh, my first category for uh, toys for Christmas is um, computer monitors. Because uh, I am a big believer that when it comes to, you know, working on your computer or, or actually it ties in with what you're saying about streaming movies, because so many people are watching stuff on their computers now anyway. Uh, bigger is better. A hundred percent. And you have a monitor that you love. I have a monitor that I love. Uh, and I first got, I got, I got curved monitors. I don't know why. I just like them. I couldn't tell you if they, if they actually make any difference or not, but I have a curved monitor and, and it looks good. Um, I had a 27 inch, which I got first and I love that. And what was great about it is that you can have two programs open at the same time. So you can have a web browser open on the left hand side and you can have your Word document on the right hand side and do whatever work it is you need to do. Uh, and then, of course, when you get used to that, you need more and more and more. So then I had to upgrade and I got a 34-inch uh, monitor, uh, which I have at the moment. And I'm able to have a large window in the middle, which would be a Word document. And then on the left, I'll have my email. And then on, on the right, I'll have a web browser or something. So I'm able to look at everything at the same time. Oh, so if you and, and let's just specify, this is not down to any, you know, capability or limitation of the operating system before anyone no. sends us an email going, ah. hey... But do check it. Do check. Most modern computers can run it, no problem at all. But older computers may not, because uh, I did have an older uh, Mac Mini at one stage, and that wouldn't run the 34 inch. Oh, that so is interesting. Do double check. All right. Um, also, there, if you're going to really get into monitors now and, and talk about the nitty gritty, uh, there's a difference between IPS and LCD monitors. And it's just kind of the way that they handle the, the color and the clarity. IPS is better. Uh, it's got a better viewing angle as well. If you really want to look at your monitor from <laughs> sideways. Um but you know what? In the long run, it doesn't really matter that much unless, you know, you're, a, 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 you know, very big into your colours yeah. or clarity on, on movies or I, whatever. IPS is in-plane switching. 
uh, there you in go. case anyone sees it on the on the label. Grand. So uh, I had a quick look at uh, in Curry's there at the weekend, looking at uh, various monitors. I, I just happened to see Samsung. I'm not recommending Samsung. I don't have Samsung myself. I've got an MSI. Uh, but I did see a Samsung uh, monitor of 27 inch uh, for under 200 quid and it was curved. And there was a 32 inch Samsung uh, for just under 300 quid as well. So if you want to treat yourself, all right, uh, and as you were saying with watching streaming movies, it's absolutely brilliant for that, like, you know, and especially if you have a a laptop, like I have a 13-inch laptop, plug that in and and to have an amazing huge screen like that, it's just super cool, super cool. That's my recommendation on computer monitors. What's next on your list, Mr. K? Okay, well, I'm I'm going to get very boring then. Uh, we've we've both started strong on this, and now I'm getting into practical stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's kind of a stocking filler, but you know, uh, it's the kind of thing that you you might open at first and go oh, and then you discover it become like a cornerstone of your your technological existence. You know, yeah. So I want to talk about dongles. As computers have gotten smaller, in particular laptops, uh, the number of ports has decreased with them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it also means that a lot of things that you would have taken for granted to be able to use in times past, like uh, an SD card slot or plenty of USB ports uh, or a networking port, upper networking Ethernet port, all of a sudden have become kind of specialist items. So why not get yourself a USB-C dongle that will plug into that, you know, one of two ports that your laptop probably has these days uh, and add a whole rake of connectivity options to your laptop, to your computer. So uh, I've had a look uh, across Amazon. Uh, So these are English prices. So you're going to have to either go to amazon.de to look for European prices or cope with the in-site currency converter. Uh, That's what you'd like to do. And I found a Ugreen USB-C 5-in-1 port, uh, specifically for the MacBook Air. And this will give you three USB-A ports, a USB-C port and a HDMI. That's not bad. I mean, you know, that's kind of standard for what you would expect on a, a contemporary laptop. However, if you want to up your game a little bit, there is the Jesu 7-in-1. Uh, goes up a little bit in price. I mean, the Ugreen is £17.40. Indeed, I don't know why it's 40 There you go. Um, for £20.49, you get the Jesu 7-in-1, which adds a HD card reader and Thunderbolt connectivity for what that's worth for the, for the next while anyway. And if you're really pushing out the boat, you can get the Lamorel 13-in-1 for £33, uh, which will add a micro SD, uh, two 4K HDMI uh, ports, and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff that there's no sort of real need to get into. But, you know, 13 ports in one place, that's not bad. And if you're already spending a grand on a laptop, well, you've got money to spend on a dongle. And that's, and that's exactly the, my setup because I have uh, my laptop and I have one of those dongles and I just plug it into one of the USB-C ports and boom, I've got everything on the big screen I was talking about. So it's fantastic. 
You had asked me to uh, look up stuff for Amazon gadgets, uh, and I have three, all of which I have acquired during the year and played with, and all of them I highly recommend, all right? I'll give you a, a list in three, two, one. At number three, I would go for the Echo Show, all right? But if you want a little toy for yourself, just why just get the speaker from Amazon, all right? You might as well have a little screen on it as it shows you the weather, or if you upload your photos to Amazon, you can have it rolling around as a photo screen and stuff like that. Uh, it comes in a five-inch version, which is in and around 100 euro, I think, Uh there's the Echo Show 8, which is the 18th version, uh, and that's in and around 130. If you don't get it for Christmas, ask somebody for a voucher or an Amazon voucher and hold on for some of the sales that they have during the year because they knock the price of those Echo Shows in half. All right. That's number three. Number two, I love my mini PCs. All right. Why would you want to have a big box hanging around the house uh, looking all kind of ugly, especially when you're only doing a lot of... Um, office workers, which is what I would do on a PC. And I came across a brand during the year called B-Link, and they are a tiny, tiny box. Um, I, I'm looking like almost the length of my index finger squared. All right. That is the size of the box. And it's got a couple of USB ports. And it is. It's really, really small. And it's really, really quiet. And there's room in there for a second hard drive as well. So uh, I, I'm absolutely blown away by it. Um there's all kinds of versions. If you want to play around with it for a bit of crack, all right, they do one of the older Alder Lake um, uh, processors, an M100, I think. But it's still got a 500 gig uh, uh, SSD in it and 16 gigs of RAM, and it runs Windows 11 for under 250 euro. Wow. Is it tall that you, that you can get an extra hard drive in there? Uh, it, well, when I say it's tall, it's like maybe an inch tall or something like that. I mean, they really oh, wow. pack it in like, you know, it's uh, it's good. Look it up, uh, B-Link. I mean, there's a ton of them, but B-Link is the one that I got uh, and it works really well. The one I got was a Ryzen 5 uh, processor uh, with a fifth generation, obviously, uh, 500 gig. It's got an M2 drive in it, 16 gigs of RAM as well. And that was somewhere around... I think you get it for about 400 quid or something like that, uh, something reasonable. Uh, and then you can get the high-end uh, PCs, mini PCs are in around 600 with a Ryzen 7 or something like that in it. So that's one that I would definitely recommend. Uh, and then finally, this is a must-have for anybody who is a creative writer in your family or if it's you or if it's somebody, if you're somebody who has notebooks all over the place and likes writing things down, I cannot recommend highly enough the Kindle Scribe. This is my wife is a writer and that's what she does. So she's always making notes and plot lines and ideas and all kinds of things. All right. Uh, and she's also technophobe. All right. So technology is just bad news for her. So I was kind of going, should I get this? Should I not? Da, 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 da. She adores it. She can read books on it. She can write notes on it. She can save the notes as PDFs. She can send them off to herself. She can move them into different folders. She can do, do, do. I mean, she's she's now coming to me and saying, oh, I can do this, this and this. And I'm like, how do you know this stuff? You're a technophobe. <laughs> so I would absolutely 100% recommend the Kindle Scribe. Now, they are expensive. They're in around 400, maybe a little bit more. And they're hard to get because they're popular. But if you can grab your hands on one uh, and you know somebody likes to, to write notes, there's another one, they're remarkable, they're remarkable too. Um, and from what I can see from what people are saying, I think the, the Kindle Scribe wins hands down. It also does something else that uh, herself hasn't said, uh, but it will link in with uh, Microsoft so you can send Word documents just like in your Word program, you say, save this to Kindle Scribe. 
Interesting. What's next on your list? Camera accessories. Cameras ah. and the and the accessories. We could do a whole show. We could do a whole hour on things to do with cameras because we've all mucked around with them at, at some point. And some of the things that you get are kind of basics and standards. And, you know, if you want to get the most out of a camera, well, you've got to own one of these uh, to kind of quirky stuff, sort of. Uh, okay, I just want to be a creator. So what do I need? Or, you know, I like drones. So, you know, how do I get a reasonably priced GoPro and a reasonably priced drone to, uh, to muck around with? Now, I'm not going to talk about either GoPro or drones, but the, but the seed has been planted. Um, so uh, what I would like to bring to your attention, first and foremost, uh, Agfa, a brand that we associate with um, ye olde phones and 35 millimeter film, still around, still doing their thing, um, still making film and still making cameras. Uh, if you're interested in owning a 35 millimeter camera, uh, guess what? They're still out in the market and you can pick one up for under 40 euro. And then you have to stick film into it. Does anybody still develop film? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> It's like, why do they do that? Yeah. Because you've well, got, you I, take I your picture, people. you have to wait until the roll is finished, then you have to go down to the chemist, put it in an envelope, post it off to somebody, wait a week for it to come back, and then you see all your photos when you could do the whole thing like in two seconds with your smartphone. But well, I, I, I where's get what the you mean. romance in that. Yeah, huh? yeah, where's yeah, the romance? Know, no. How many secondhand shops do we walk past? How many charity shops do we walk past? And there's always a vintage camera in the window. And yeah. there's always a bitchy that goes, you know what? Like it, either it's a nostalgia buzz or it's a jeepers to shoot something on 35 millimeter film. Like that would be really interesting. There's, there's, there's a thing to it. It's like people who like uh, vinyl records. Now I'm, I'm not one of them. All right. Um, but there are people that say, oh, vinyl records or, you know, eight track tape or tape or reel to reel tape. It's just got a certain warm kind of a sound to it. Like, you know, so I suppose the same with uh, uh, cameras. What else on the camera yeah. side have you got? What else on the, okay, let's get a, bit more conventional on these things. The Joby Gorillapod. Uh, now, they come in all shapes and sizes, really. The whole point is that they're easily manipulatable into pretty much any angle or orientation that you like. And they come in various shapes and sizes, uh, or rather one shape that you can contort into whatever size, you, into whatever shape you want. Uh, and you can get a really good one for around 50 euro. I'm sure there is like no name brands uh, knocking around for a lot less than that. But uh, for the Joby brand, uh, you're looking at 50 euro. If you are someone that just, you know, uh, maybe likes to hang a camera off the side of their computer uh, or something like that, or at an odd angle, um, they're great. Uh, very, it's, it's kind of one of the things that you will find a use for it if you get one. Put that way. There you Something go. Joby Gorillapod. Tying in with the cameras then, uh, I was going to make some recommendations for people who are into cameras, YouTubers. Mm, yeah. If you, there's a YouTuber in your life or somebody wants to be, and so many kids are doing it now, or they want to be a creator or whatever. Uh, lights, camera, action. Here you go, real quick. Uh, lights. Uh, there's a brand called Newer, uh, N-E-E-W-E-R, which I avoided 
because it just looked super cheap, nasty, plasticky, blah, 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 whatever. But actually, they've kind of got an all right kind of a name. And for the price, do you know what I mean? For a kid who's a creator and you're not doing it professionally, uh, they're absolutely fine. They do a kit of two uh, LED lamps. So the nice flat panel, uh, they throw out a, a relatively good light, especially good enough for uh, anybody who's doing, you know, YouTube videos in, in a bedroom or something like that. Uh, 45 quid for that on Amazon. Uh, camera wise, if you want to get a webcam uh, to be doing stuff online, uh, there's two that I've used. One is the Logitech uh, 920, which is uh, a standard, but it's cheap. It's in around 70 quid. And there's another one from Anchor, uh, which is a PowerConf C200 is the actual title. And that's around 60 quid. And what I like about that is, number one, it's 2K. And number two, it's uh, only 60 quid. And number three, it's got a little privacy uh, thing on it. So you physically slide something and that's it. Nobody can see see through the thing. So there's camera wise. Um can I can I give an honorable mention to another uh another couple of cam camera gizmoids for uh again pretty pretty good for the creators in your life. Uh we we like gimbals. They're great. It's they're kind of I think in times gone people would have gone, oh I've got a great tripod there now. I spent, you know, 400 euro on that tripod. I, I think the gimbal is this generation's tripod, to be honest. Uh, and you can spend as much as you want on them. However, I found uh, a Xeon smartphone gimbal uh, for 129 euro, which isn't bad considering that, you know, people are more likely to be shooting footage and taking pictures using a smartphone uh, than, uh, you know, a DSLR or a mirrorless uh, camera these days. Um, so that is one particular uh, gizmoid that you might look at. Another one is the DJI Mobile 6 uh, comes in at €150. Euro. And again, this is kind of a uh, not a tall stand, not a, not a tripod, but a tall stand uh, for your smartphone. Uh, again, pretty nifty for doing uh, nice angles uh, without sort of breaking, breaking the bank. Um, but yeah, uh, the Xeon smartphone gimbal. I don't think you can go too far wrong at that price. Grant, well, this is my final one on cameras and YouTubers and creators and stuff like that is actually a teleprompter. So, you know, in TV studios and stuff like that, they're able to look straight at the camera and they're able to read a script. Uh, there's a new one out. This is the one I want for Christmas. Okay. So now get a pen in your hand. All right. And just write down the words Elgato prompter. All right. This is a, a, a teleprompter that you can sit in front of your camera or you can mount actually on your DSLR camera if you have um, the lens, I should say. Um, what makes this different? What makes this two things make this different? Number one is this teleprompter comes with the screen built into it. OK, so you don't have to use a smartphone or a tablet or, or whatever. The screen is built into it, so you just plug it straight into your computer. And the other thing that it does is that your computer sees the teleprompter as another screen. So if you're having a Zoom call or something like that, you can actually drag Zoom onto the teleprompter screen so it will display right in front of the camera lens. So you're looking at the people and it looks like you're looking directly at the people through the camera. Oh, that's quite swish. Because that's that's a swish. problem that that we all have, I suppose, with Zoom meetings where you're you're trying to get facial cues off somebody, but they're yeah. looking at an angle, they're looking yeah. away from you completely. Uh, and you're like, oh, I'm over here. 
<laughs> and especially if you're, doing any, yeah, if you're doing any kind of a presentation as well, uh, that makes a big difference. But it, and it's expensive, all right? Somewhere between 250 and 300 euro, depending on where you get it. But uh, I think, yeah, I don't think any other teleprompter is doing that at the moment. So it's well worth a look. The Elgato teleprompter. Right, let's leave it there for just a moment. In a second, we'll be back and we'll be talking about laptops, uh, Bluetooth speakers, streaming sticks, and uh, also earbuds. This is Tech Radio from techcentral.ie. Get every episode of Tech Radio by clicking follow on your podcast player right now. Just taking a minute out of our tech toy list to tell you about our sponsor for this week, who are helping a ton of companies, over 450 of them find success with their tech partnership program. It's an apprenticeship program called FIT. And companies are using it to grow their tech teams, build some greater diversity in the workplace, uh, which in turn, of course, sparks fresh thinking and energy. Financially, they get to avoid high recruitment agency fees and there are state grants of up to €6,000 for each apprenticeship that you take on. What is there not to love? If your company is interested in freeing up some of your more experienced staff, and get some fresh energy into your day-to-day tech team, do check out FIT. It's short for Fast Track into Information Technology. Their apprenticeship program website is at fit.ie. And as always, you'll find details in the description area of this episode on your podcast app. Okay, now let's get back into toys and stuff like that. Can I chat about laptops? Yeah, please. Because last month we had uh, Apple announcing their, their black MacBook Pro. Oh, come on. Did you not find it scary good? Oh, for God's sake. Anyways, believe it or not, when it comes to laptops, uh, one of my top recommendations would be not the MacBook Pro, but the MacBook Air. All right. They're still doing the 13 inch. Um, You've got an M1 for 1300 quid, which I think is a lot. So if you're going to spend that kind of money, you might as well go the extra 120 euro and get an M2 processor in your MacBook Air. You get a HD camera as well. Uh, There's more GPU in it and it's lighter. And it's in and around 1400 to 1420 euro, I think, for the MacBook Air. That would be one of my top recommendations. It will absolutely fly along. You can go for the MacBook Air Pro, which they've just announced, 14 inches. It's black. It's running the M3 processor. But to be honest, you know, it's not too much up on the M2. Um, and in my mind, you're paying an extra 700 euro over the MacBook Air. And what you're getting is an extra 250 gigs on your SSD. That's about it. Okay. Well, I I think you're being slightly reductionist there, but I think the most important thing to ask yourself when you're going to buy a laptop, especially an Apple laptop, because Mm. they they are a premium product, is what am I actually going to be using this for? Because if you're a high-end creative, if you're somebody that works with graphics, with movies, that kind of thing, then the pro is probably for you. If you're a student, if you're someone primarily working with Word docs, you don't need a pro. I will 100% agree with you there. And I think somebody made a really good point the other day. They were saying, you know, the MacBook Pro end, it's for people who are making money out of their Macs, like creators and designers, and they use it for work and stuff like that. Like, you know, so yeah, that makes sense. But if you just want a laptop for yourself, I mean, really, it's it's 1400 for the MacBook Air and then it's 2100 for the MacBook Pro, you know, yeah, and they're roughly yeah. the same size. There's not that much between them processing wise. You literally get, you get the same amount. I mean, the MacBook Pro at 14 inches and 2000 euro and there's eight gigs of RAM in it. That's a joke. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, I'll move on. Uh, the laptop that I have, because I've gone away from the, the, the MacBooks now, is the Samsung uh, Galaxy Book 3. I think this is an amazing machine, right? 1300 quid, so it's in around the same price as the MacBook Air. And I'll tell you why I love this, right? It's because uh, it's got an i5 processor, which is absolutely tons to be able to work on everyday stuff, you know, kind of office and web and watching videos and all that kind of stuff. It's got eight gigs of RAM, 256 SSD, yada, yada, yada. The things it does that the MacBook Air or Pro can't do is number one, touchscreen. Number two, it's 360, so you can fold it over on its back, all right? So you can use it like a tablet. And believe me, that is massively useful when you are on a plane or on a train. And the third thing is, uh, it's got a pen, so you can play around with uh, drawing on on a computer screen, all doing you know markup on PDF documents or whatever, like you know. And it's also marginally lighter than the MacBook Air. So if you're thinking of a laptop and you're going to spend uh, big money, I would say check out the uh, the Samsung Galaxy Book Three Three Sixty. They've got all kinds of terrible naming um, conventions. <laughs> I don't, don't even want to go there. Uh, if you want to spend loads of money, then ah, whatever, the Dell XPS 13. Sure, everybody knows about that and stuff like that. So listen, that's it on uh, laptops. Uh, Bluetooth speakers, what have you got? Bluetooth speaker. This is something that, again, we could have devoted an entire show to. So look, I've got four general recommendations, three of them. Well, two of them anyway won't come as any surprise. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna top the list with a the of course uh, the Google Nest Mini. Um, we I have a Google Nest full size speaker at home. I find the quality of sound off it to be second to none. It's really, really good. Uh, it's also of course got a, a Google Assistant in there, um, so you know you can be chatting away to it and it'll tell. Google Home, exactly what you're interested in, in life. Uh, so for 60 euro, um, it's it's not bad. I mean, I, I I used to see people queuing up in Argus, RIP, um, with uh, the Echo Dot uh, by the dozen. Uh, and it's good to know that though the, the Retail outlet is no longer with us. The Echo Dot is still very much with us and it comes in two flavors now. And um, so what the hockey puck design used to come in at what, 45, 50 euro? Very, yes. very affordable. Yeah. So we got two versions of the current Echo Dot, the ball version. One comes with an integrated um, clock and one does not. So if you want one with a clock, it's 79 euro. If you want one without a clock, it's 69 euro. Is a clock worth 10 euro to you? Well, that's something you're going to have to make your own peace with. Uh, I really would not care about a clock because I've got an alarm that tells me when I have to get up uh, and that will that will do me. If, if I don't have to get up, I don't want to know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo to that. Bravo to that. On a similar note, actually, do you know what? I've got the, the Amazon Echo, uh, the large ball-shaped speaker, and actually I find it's great. Really nice sound. Of it. And I, can't, I can't remember what price it was, but anyways, um, I recommend yeah. it. Um, so I got a, a couple of more to add in. Uh, cool. One, uh, Bose has a portable wireless multi-room speaker uh, with Alexa uh, built in and that comes at €399. Euro. But the nice thing is you can buy, well, <laughs> the nice thing, when you're spending €400 Euro on a speaker, um, you can actually link them up together. 
so you can have, you know, uh, music in your office. You can have the same thing in your bedroom. You can have the same thing in your sitting room because all these things are linked together by Bluetooth. So that's kind of a, a nifty little trick. Uh, and of course, you know, having the, the voice assistant in there is pretty good. Um, that's that's kind of the, the linkage effect is really what I want to point out with that. And of course, yes, there are loads of devices that are much, much cheaper that will do the similar, if not the same thing. So I just want to move along very quickly to say, uh, have you got a turntable in your house, Dusty? I don't think you do because you don't, you don't like vinyl. No, but no, it's not that I don't like vinyl. Uh, I actually, I had turntables that they, I, I overuse them. Um, uh, and, they just, they had to go, but I still had like thousands of vinyl records <laughs> clogging up the uh, the attic. And then eventually I just went, why am I holding on to all of this stuff in the attic? And I don't even have a turntable. So everything went. A very, a very sensible decision. Just, just let it go. Don't be, don't be strangled by nostalgia. Uh, I'm not going to um, stick my neck out for any one particular brand. Although, ah, sure, why not? Audio-Technica, uh, do pretty excellent stuff across the board. Um, you've also got Jam and Lenko that are that are pretty good as well. Top purchasing tip: make sure that whatever you get, you either get speakers with or are prepared to buy speakers for, uh, because not every turntable is made equal. Some of them are just the turntable with no speakers attached. Uh, they might have Bluetooth that you can connect to a set of headphones, um, but yeah. Some of them will connect uh, directly into your laptop on USB and they're kind of designed to record the audio from there, from the vinyl more than anything else so that you can listen. Yeah, it's, I have nobody's, nobody's talked to me about turntables in ages. I do see records in, uh, you know, stores as it's nice to see them back, but I'm looking at copies of albums that I had years ago and they're like 50 quid for the vinyl yeah. copy. You know, it's kind of expensive. Nuts, nuts. Listen, also uh, related with music, I've got last on my list is uh, earbuds. And there's tons of them around. All right. So you've got Apple AirPods. uh, Sony do a whole load of them. and They're all highly recommended. We've mentioned Bose already. Uh, They do uh, earbuds as well. They're all kind of over 200 euro. The one I wanted to tell you about is you want something almost as good or within a hair of being as good as an AirPod, uh, but for a much cheaper price, have a look at the Anchor Soundcore Space A40. All right. That's the specific one uh, because it's very light, fits in the ear beautifully, really nice bass and overall sound and everything in it. And it's only 80 euro. It also comes in a case with, I think, 50 hours of battery. It'll, it'll charge your things and it will speed charge uh, the earpods so that if you run out of battery space, and I'm thinking of like if you're on a long flight or holidays or a day on the beach or whatever it is you're going to be doing, um, that I think if you plug it in for like 20 minutes or something like that, you get another couple of hours out of your earbuds. So the Anchor Soundcore Space A40. Pro tip when buying any uh, in-ear headphones, battery life that you are quoted on the box is the battery life of the case, of the charging case, plus what you put in your ears. So if something says, you know, it's got 24 hours playtime, it probably has eight and 16 in the case. Yes. So after eight hours, you have to put it back in the case and then the case will charge them and you get another eight and whatever. 
Yeah. So just just be careful. What you put in your ears isn't what they necessarily say on the box. Have a look at the fine print. You'll find out for sure there. There you go. Not only toys, but all kinds of tech tips for you. <laughs> Grand <laughs> Nile. Listen, let's uh, leave it at there for today with our toy show. This is Tech Radio. That is it for our show this week. i got to be honest with you, Nile and myself still have a ton more other stuff that we didn't get around to today. We've just kind of run out of time. So we're going to do a second part to our toy show next week. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, various computer peripherals and uh, trinkets and stuff like that. Uh, great uh, things for smart home phones, online services, more, 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 more uh, streaming sticks. Ah! everything toy show part two for you uh, next week here on tech radio so make sure if you haven't done so already that you are following us on your podcast player so you get the next show automatically and of course we'll be on rte radio one extra as always same time next friday until then for myself dusty Rhodes, and from niall kitson ho 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 welcome to december take care tech radio is produced by dustpod.io from me artemis goodbye 